Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we will discuss the transfer of Florida's Chris Bleich and what it means for the Gators offensive line. In the second segment, we'll discuss how the Florida football team has responded in practice this week after Dan Mullen challenged them to bounce back following the UGA game. And in the final segment, we'll break down the season opener for Florida basketball, a 74-59 win over North Florida. But let's start this show with the news that hit on Tuesday, and that was that Florida offensive lineman Chris Bleich has decided to enter the transfer portal, and he's no longer part of the UF football program. He had started in eight of the nine games this season and was one of the six offensive linemen that John Hevesy felt like he could count on. But he had been struggling the last few weeks and losing playing time to fellow redshirt freshman Richard Garage. And a lot of people thought when the news hit on Tuesday that Bleich had decided to leave the Florida football program as a result of him losing his spot in the starting lineup. And while that may have factored into his decision to leave, according to the coaching staff, that was not the primary reason. Florida coach Dan Mullen came out on Wednesday during the SEC teleconference and said that the reasoning for Bleich's transfer had to do with family issues that he was dealing with back at home. I was actually told by someone close to Chris that his dad is disabled, and that had a lot to do with his decision. It was something that had been causing Chris a lot of stress this season, and now this decision is hopefully going to alleviate some of that. But it was pretty bad on Twitter Tuesday to see all the comments and nasty posts that were directed Chris's way, calling him a quitter, saying that he was abandoning his football team because he lost his starting job. Just a bunch of mean tweets that were sent his way and a lot of people unloading on him for what they assumed to be the reason for his departure. And I think that this is just another example for fans and media members of why you should wait until all the facts come out before you decide to criticize the kid or question his character and commitment. I don't know Chris that well, but I have talked to him a couple times. I know that he really liked John Hevesy. He really enjoyed being a Florida Gator. So I'm sure that this is not an easy time for him having to leave a program that he was proud to be a part of. Anytime that somebody makes a decision to transfer, I always think it's best for fans to just wish them the best and thank them for their contributions especially when you have a situation where someone is dealing with family issues at home. The good news for the Gators is that Richard Garage has really been coming on the last month and is ready for more playing time on the offensive line. This is a player that came to Florida as a top 100 overall recruit. He was coveted by Clemson and several other major programs, and now he's had a year and a half to be in Florida's system develop under John Hevesy and get some valuable experience in SEC play. And now that he's gotten some games under his belt as a starter, he's going to be ready to step up for Florida. And that's what Dan Mullen said this week. This may end up being a blessing in disguise for Florida to get their five best linemen on the field. Things had already been trending toward Garage being a full-time starter, and now that's going to be permanent for the rest of the season with Bleich's departure. Another lineman who's going to have to step up and get more opportunities the rest of the way is Ethan White. Florida offensive line coach John Hevesy said on Tuesday that he is now the next man up and becomes the sixth lineman in the rotation who will get reps throughout the game and give a breather to the starters. And I have to think that Gator Nation can't wait to see what Ethan White does. He has become a fan favorite in his first year on campus because of the dedication that he put into his weight loss. He has shed a ton of pounds since he first showed up on campus as an early enrollee. 
and now he's ready from a physical standpoint to take the field for the Gators. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do on Saturday against Vanderbilt as well as Richard Garage. Here's what Gators coach Dan Mullen had to say on Monday when he was asked about Garage and his increased playing time. You know, you look that you know the, the the two other the two young guys on the O line, the two freshmen on the O line, you know, I mean, are growing, developing, and they're getting reps and they're gonna be good in the future. And we try to, you know, not put too much on individually on either one of them. And uh, they both they've both both developing nicely. I think Richard's, you know, doing a really nice job. And, you know, because we asked him to play multiple positions, you know, for depth purposes. And, um, but, you know, I think it's going to really help him out long term. When we come back from this first break, we'll discuss how the Florida Gators have responded in practice this week after their character was challenged by Dan Mullen. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. After Florida's 24-17 loss to the Bulldogs on Saturday, Gators coach Dan Mullen said in his post-game press conference that he was about to find out what kind of character his team had following a loss that knocked the Gators out of first place in the SEC East. Making it to Atlanta for the SEC championship game has been a goal for these players all season long. And with it looking now like that may not happen, Mullen was anxious to see how his players would approach practice this week and if they would still be fired up to play Vanderbilt and finish out the rest of this season on a strong note. And obviously one of the reasons that he has that question mark for his players is because of how they responded to the Georgia loss in 2018. The players really let that game put them down in the dumps. They kind of had a hangover in practice throughout the following week. And then when they got to their homecoming game against Missouri, they got absolutely embarrassed 38 to 17, allowing the Georgia Bulldogs to basically beat them twice, losing in back-to-back -back weeks. So Mullen challenged his players to not let that happen this season. And according to tight ends Lucas Kroll and Kyle Pitts, the team has responded in practice this week. Lucas Kroll said that the players had some pretty spirited practices on Monday and Tuesday. They came out with an edge and have responded since being called out by their coach. You revert back to your training, you know. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's the fire inside of each individual. So, you know, you got to talk to yourself and say, who are you as a, as a person and a competitor? So, you know, it's all about your will to want to win. So, you know, that's what I've seen in practice this week. You know, every guy has been out there. I mean, practicing pissed off, you know, we're angry. So, you know, it's, it's something that's going to translate to a, to a great finish. Just because you have some, such high expectations and when you're just so, so close to reaching a, a potential goal that you guys, you know, set at the beginning of the year, you know, it's just something that when you don't get it, you know, it, turn, it makes you, you know, it, it fires you up and makes you, you know, want it more. So, you know, a lot of teams can turn their heads down and, you know, you know, be frustrated and quit on a, on a season. And, you know, that's not, that's not us. It's not the Gator standard. That's not how we work here. So, you know, us is we're just going to build right back up and get right back out there. And, and every time we step on the field Saturday, we expect to win and we're going to. After the Georgia loss, what do you feel like it was that maybe kind of caused you guys to have a hangover and carry over into the homecoming game? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't uh, dread too much on the past. Sure. So, you know, we're just trying to move forward. Um, you know, obviously last year was a completely different team uh, versus this year. So you know, this year you know we just you know we talk about it. You know, we say it is what it is, and you know we got we still got a lot of things that we want to accomplish for the rest of the season, and that's what we're going to do. I know Coach Mullen touched on it. You know, they asked what was the difference in the game was seven points, and you know it's hard to. Hard to argue that, so that's that's the facts, and you know we just gotta we gotta be better and keep moving forward and get better every week. What do you like about this the leadership on this year's team that you, know, you feel like is gonna enable you guys to bounce back the right way? Oh, you know we just got we got a tremendous uh, bunch of leaders. You know we got 
uh, you know, Freddie, you know, Kyle, you know, David Reese, John Gernard, you know, even with John and Zoo kind of being a little banged up, you know, they're still right there every practice, you know, coaching their younger guys, you know, getting them ready to roll. And so, you know, it's just that leadership you see from everyone and, and that, 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 uh, that bunch and that leadership that you really see really take us to that next level. So. Do you see yourself as one of those leaders? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I consider myself that. You know, I think if you, you know you play this game and you want to play at a high level, you got to consider yourself a leader. And, and so, you know, I do whatever I can for this team and to help them win. Coach Mullen said that he felt like this was going to be a test of y'all's character, kind of really figure out who you guys are. What do you feel like is the character of this team? I mean, like I said earlier, you know, you see the way we're practicing right now. You know, we're all, you know, upset and pissed off. So I think, you know, it's going to carry on to the rest of the season. We're really going to fight and continue to grind and, and get after it every week. And here's what Florida tight end Kyle Pitts had to say about the Gators' intensity in practice this week, how they're trying to bounce back from the loss to Georgia and avoid the letdown they had last year against Missouri. Uh, just focus on the next week and don't let that, you know, hurt us this week. It's a new week. Come out, practice hard each day of the weekend, prepare for the next game. I mean, is that easier said than done? Uh, just, you know, it comes down from the leaders and the seniors on the team, and they've been preaching just don't worry about the last game and the next game will be fine. What was the mood like in the locker room after the game and just kind of maybe the message that you guys had as a team? It was just like, you know, we can't let our heads drop. The season isn't over. We still have a lot to play for, and we look forward to next week. I know, obviously, last year was last year, but when you think about the back-to-back -back losses that y'all had, do you draw back on that experience to make sure that you guys don't slip up again this season? Yeah, that's something the seniors were saying. Don't let that. We're not going to let that happen again, and we're going to come out this week and strong than last week. Lucas was talking about how guys were kind of angry at practice. You know, they're practicing hard this week. Uh, have you seen that as well? Oh, uh, yes, sir. The whole team turned up the intensity, and it's, it's been a great week so far. What jumps out to you about practice so far this week and how guys have approached? Just fast paced, physical, and, you know, ready to attack it. I think we have a great character coming from the leaders because they just preach it all the time. Just keep going, go as hard as you can each day in practice. And here's what Florida coach Dan Mullen had to say on this subject. With Florida falling out of first place in the SEC East, he knows that a lot of fans and maybe even some players might feel like the season is over and that there's not a lot to compete for. But when he showed up to the office on Monday morning, he was fired up to get back to work, and he wants to see that same attitude from his players. Well, I think, I think there, there's a couple ways you look at it. All leadership wants to kick in, but leadership to me is it shouldn't be – if we're competitive, you know, the leadership needs to kick in into helping the younger guys and everybody block out outside noise. You know, when you show, when I came into the office early yesterday morning, the sun was out, you know, I, I looked to make sure the world didn't end. And I looked at him and there was some guy driving down the street and like a convertible and he was like bopping around all happy. So looks like the world was still here. But all the outside noise and the pressures that these guys feel, you know, I mean, that's where the leadership helps. You know, I mean, it. it the, the 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 desire to go win this week's game. I mean, boy, if you're a competitor, you don't you know shouldn't need a whole lot of leadership for that, you know. And so, you know, I mean, that's to me, you're anxious to get back out there and go play. So, um, but I think that's where the leadership comes with helping younger players deal with a lot of the noise that comes from the outside. When we come back from this final break, we'll break down the season opener for Florida basketball. You're listening to Locked On Gators, your team every day. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Florida fans, if you're making your way to Gainesville this fall for UF home games or you're just a sports junkie like me, then I've got the perfect place for you, the Mealy Pop Shop, 
located off I-75 on 39th Avenue, is your one-stop shop for sports cards, memorabilia, autographs, gaming, and collectibles. I've been able to load up on my Michael Jordan cards since the shop opened last year. They have college and NFL games on in the store every weekend and a bunch of cool events, sometimes featuring former Gator players like Percy Harvin. Their NFL weekly pick'em is free and fun with weekly prizes and a season-long prize. So check out the Mealy Pop Shop at 3700 Northwest 91st Street, Gainesville, Florida, or call at 352-204-5573. Welcome back into the show. The Gators opened the basketball season on Tuesday with a 74-59 win over North Florida. The Gators improved to 4-1 in season openers under Mike White after losing last year to FSU in the first game. Six players made their debut for Florida, including Kerry Blackshear Jr. and five freshmen. Kerry Blackshear had a double-double in his first game with the Gators, scoring 20 points and grabbing 10 rebounds. And he is the first Gator basketball player to post a 2010 stat line in a season opener since Mike Miller in 1998. Blackshear spoke with the media after his debut with the Gators, but before I play you that interview, listen to these comments from UNF head coach Matthew Driscoll about Kerry Blackshear and what he brings to this Florida basketball team. He said, quote, I'm telling you guys this right now. I've been doing this for 32 plus years, and I've coached at the highest level with the greatest players, including Kevin Durant. I'm telling you guys right now, Kerry Blackshear with his DNA from Buzz Williams and what he brings to this team is something that you guys needed badly with such young people. He's given it to you instantly. And because of that, he's going to allow you to be in that upper echelon, be top in the country, and compete like that because he has that understanding. He's endured, he's got strength, and he's got character. And when you have those three things, you can do really, really special things for your team. That's what Kerry does for you guys. I can't even really articulate it with the conviction that Driscoll spoke with. It was really high praise for Blackshear. And here's what he had to say after his debut with the Gators. Um, I was really comfortable with them. That's why I'm here. Like when those guys reached out to me during the recruiting process, I was like, yeah, this is a group that I can have fun with. This is a group that I can get better with. This is a group that I can win with. You're a Florida guy, mm-hmm. being out there in the O-Dome, I know you don't much have time to reflect, but is it surreal at all for you to actually be playing for the Gators? It's great. Um, it's what I dreamed of as a kid. Um, I always grew up like a Florida Gator fan, like everything Florida Gators. So I'm really excited about being here. Omar says that uh, some of you guys are telling him to shoot the ball. Uh, what kind of offensive touch does, does he have? And how I much think, guidance are you giving him right now? I think we have a lot more confidence than he has in himself. I think he's going to be a great player here. Um, so I think as he gets more comfortable playing at this level, he's going to be a lead big, and I'm excited to see him continue to grow. How much different do you feel yourself playing just being with this team? Um, I feel great. It's a lot of similarities that I have with my guys at VT, so that was, like, a big reason why I came here. Um, it's just funny, like, to see, like, this group of guys. It's, like, the younger version of that group that I just had played with, so it's fun being out there on the court, being out there in such a great atmosphere, and, um, definitely being able to get a win that's important you're just two games in but what do you like about playing for coach white and his um, style? i think he allows his players to grow i think that's a big thing um he allows us to make mistakes and then learn from them um he's someone who's big on accountability so i think that me being more accountable me being a better leader is going to allow me to grow allow me to take the next step once i want to get to the next level Kerry, what do you what know about this team and, and how much work you put in this, this star shooting and all that stuff? You got, mm-hmm. The team goes three for 15 from the three-point line. So mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem like 
law of averages says we're going to hit 12 or 15 next game. <laughs> but um, no, that's just something that, um, that we just want to stay consistent with, keep getting the guys good looks. And we know that if we keep doing that, the work that we put in each and every day in practice is going to pay off. We're going to um, keep getting it to our shooters, um, keep spreading the wealth. Carrie, what did you know about kind of the history of posts here at Florida? Mm-hmm. And have you tried to emulate anyone in particular? Or? A lot of people say I got like a little Al Horford, a little bit of Joe Kim Noah. I like watching both of those guys. Those, those guys are effective at different levels on the floor. Um, Al is like a three-level scorer, playmaker, good defensively sound big. So I watch a lot of him. So that's something that I try to emulate in my game a lot. Trey Mann also made his debut for the Gators on Tuesday, and he became just the third freshman in five years to start under Mike White, joining Kayvon Allen in 2015 and Andrew Nemhard last season. Mann finished with 11 points and four rebounds and looked really good out there with the starting lineup. Here's what he had to say after his first game with the Gators. What I think I did well was like encourage my teammates throughout the game. Um, people were going through some time, and I felt like I was there to talk to them. I got to work on my attitude like coming off like coming off the court because I'd be like upset with myself for defensive mistakes and we come out for def- defensive mistakes and sometimes it may look like I'm mad that I'm coming out so I got to work on that also just the defensive part it's a lot I got to learn on that too how's it feel to be starting and have that responsibility already um it's it's pretty cool I'm coming to college and start that's everybody's dream um but I work hard in practice we got a couple guys who everybody work hard in practice it, it could be switched around, a rotation could be switched around, but it's just an honor to be able to start. You said that was a goal of yours. When did you find out that you were going to be in the starting lineup, and what was your reaction? I, yeah, I didn't find out, though, like, officially um, until, like, a couple minutes before the game. We break down their team and then who's guarding which player, and I was on there. So it was just nothing. I just knew I had to go in there and handle my business and do my job to help the team win. How do you feel like the team is doing early in the season in terms of chemistry and camaraderie with all the new pieces? The chemistry is great, I believe. Um, in practice, we we there for each other. We pick each other up. We talk to each other a lot. We hang out with each other off the court a lot. So I feel like that translates on the court. And I feel like we got a great culture. Who on the team has helped you the most with your transition and just kind of getting acclimated to the college game? Um, Andrew, Noah, and Tyree. How they helped you? They, they, they're all guards. We all play the same position. I played a point guard, shooting guard. And they just they was through the, they went through the same stuff I was going through that I'm going to go through this year. And so they're, they're just giving me heads up and letting me know what it's going to be like. So I'm prepared. How do you feel like your comfort level is out there just with the offense and, and then all your teammates? I'm comfortable because of them. Um, like, like I was telling Noah and Andrew the other day, like I feel comfortable. I, I feel comfortable um, with them on the court because like they know what they're doing. And they help me like on the court. Like sometimes I'll be in the wrong spot, and they help me out. So I'm comfortable on the court when I'm with my teammates. So. What does it mean for you to be a Gator and, and finally be here at this point in your career? Something I've been dreaming about my whole life, and it's a great accomplishment for me. I'm just happy. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we discuss the transfer of Chris Bleich and how it affects the Gators' offensive line. In the second segment, we brought you some comments from Lucas Kroll and Kyle Pitts about how the Gators have responded in practice this week. And in the final segment, we broke down the season opener for the Florida basketball team. On tomorrow's show, we'll get a look at the Vanderbilt Commodores and the challenge that they're going to bring to Florida on Saturday. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.